pros. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for pro business hours 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sforpros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready. Welcome to This Feels Terrible, the podcast. I'm your host, Spooky Aaron McCarthy. I sound like I'm selling a children's breakfast cereal. Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to This Feels Terrible, the podcast. <laughs> I am Aaron McCarthy. This is my podcast about uh, feelings. And um, relationships and your relationship with yourself. And this week on the podcast, I have comedian, podcast host, writer, all around, um, also artist, all around just wonderful, dynamic person, Julia Prescott. And uh, I, I asked her to be on the podcast months ago, and I recorded this months ago, Um As a matter of fact, Uh, this was actually recorded late spring, early summer um, when I when I first got back to L.A. uh, for the summer to prepare for the This Feels Terrible tour. And I I asked Julia if she would be on the podcast because she had just proposed to her boyfriend, now fiance. And uh, spoilers, he said yes. And I had, when I saw, when I saw that that had happened on Facebook, I was really surprised by my emotional reaction to it, which was, um, I, I, I think stemmed from jealousy. We talk about it on the podcast. Uh, and, and I, she was willing to have me come over to her house and, um, sit down and she answered all my questions. And we just talk about, we talk about marriage and we talk about, um, proposals and engagements. And, uh, I sat on this interview for, a long time um, because it's it's really I think it's really revealing <laughs> and um, after I recorded it I, I I wasn't I wasn't really ready to share it right away because it is it is pretty it is pretty personal um, but I I just listened to it and it's great and uh, if I may say so myself I think you'll I think you'll really enjoy it Julia is really funny and really open and uh, yeah we really we really get into it. Um, uh, but before I get to that, uh, I want to... Oh, uh, another reason why I interviewed her was because uh, this year, 2016, which is nearing a close, uh, was a leap year. And there is a, an Irish tradition that I'd say most the Irish, most of my Irish people who I talk to don't actually know about this, about this, uh, tradition and legend. And that is that on leap year, the, uh, the woman is allowed to propose to the man in a socially acceptable way. So, um, so we talked about that a bit. And, um, yeah, obviously, obviously, <laughs> uh, proposals and weddings and marriage are, on my mind, uh, as as in the last few years, I, I've got engaged and married and divorced. And <laughs> you know, 2016 isn't over yet. I still have time to get um, engaged and and married. I don't know if I have time to get engaged, married, and divorced by the end of the year. But you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen, guys? Uh, also, uh, hopefully, you're listening to this, and it's and it's right before Halloween. Um, and uh, I, I'm I'm here in Ireland, uh, recording from Ireland. Still, they have not kicked me out. Um, I'm I'm here legally. I'm still, as of today, here legally. And uh, next week, I'm going to be throwing my first party here in Ireland, and I'm excited and nervous about it. But I'm I'm thrilled because it's a it's a costume party. It's for Halloween, or as they would say over here, fancy dress. 
which I think is lame. I think that's so lame. I think you should just say costume. Fancy dress sounds so like restoration France. <laughs> just anytime that someone says like, oh, is it fancy dress? I'm just like, okay, guys, <laughs> relax. Um, it also sounds like such a so, such a British way to say things and not, not really an Irish way to say things. But anyway, um, it's costume party and uh, it's a film themed costume party. And, uh, I was, I was thinking about, and I'm actually, my boyfriend and I, uh, Potty, are doing a couple's costume, which is always kind of like a pro, pro problematic thing. Uh, but I believe this is the first year that the, the idea of doing a couple's costume actually came, a, came about organically. I thought of what I wanted to dress up as. And he was like, Oh, well, I can be this. And so it's just happened very organically. Um, but I've, I've been, I've been, uh, been part of, I totaled, and this is not counting like couples costumes for costume parties that were not Halloween related, because I think I have a, a lot more of those, but I, I've gone, I've done a couples costume four times, four times. I've done zombie bride and groom, uh, with my ex-boyfriend Steve. And then I did, um, Annie Hall and LV Singer, my ex-boyfriend John. Uh, which was a thrill. I don't know why I'm listing these. <laughs> I was, I, I, Dan, Dan and I did Dan Harmon and Dan Harmon as a couple's costume, which is funny. And, uh, and we also did Rainbow Bright and, um, and her sprite, which was more of like a group costume. Um, when I did that, that was, that was, uh, not last year, but the year before. And, uh, and I'm not going to tell you guys what costume I'm dressing as because I want to try something. Um, I'm going to give you a clue. For what the couple's costume is that um, myself and uh, my boyfriend are are going as, and the clue is gatekeeper colander, gatekeeper colander. So if you know what that is, tweet it at me, and uh, there will be some sort of reward. It may be emotional. I don't know. It's going to it's going to be something. So if you know what that is, gatekeeper colander. All right. So now, uh, yeah, let's get to this interview with Julia Prescott. Uh, before we start the interview, I want to point out that I pronounce St. Brigid, St. Brigid. I, I have no explanation for that. I I don't know why I, why I said, said that. Uh, but yeah, here we go. Please enjoy this interview with Julia Prescott. I have a million things I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Re your uh, engagement and everything. First of all, I want to ask you if you're aware of the Leap Day tradition in Scotland and Ireland. I am only because we literally just went to a Benson interruption for the movie Leap Year starring <laughs> Amy Adams. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time either of us have seen it. Or had seen it. And this is post-proposal? It was pre-proposal. Oh, pre okay. um, it was like a month or so ago. Uh, but that's the only thing. And I thought it felt like an invention for that movie, too. You know? Because it was just so arbitrary. And yeah. how, well, that movie is. Do you know? Do you know what that tradition is based on? No, no. I was curious if that is even something that people take seriously in well, the modern age. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, it's a, it's based, it's based on a legend, the legend mm -hmm. that St. Brigid, uh, being frustrated with how shy men were, uh, asked St. Patrick if, I don't know why he was in charge of this, but <laughs> asked him <laughs> if, uh, women could have a day when they were allowed to, uh, propose to their shy, uh, suitors or shy boyfriends or whatever and St. Patrick said yes it can be every every seven years and then he took it down to four years every leap day and then the legend goes that when he once he decreed that it was okay she dropped to one knee and proposed to him and he refused her but to make her feel better gave her a silk dress so the tradition in Ireland according to this le legend is that if you refuse a woman on leap day you have to give her a silk dress <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty solid consolation prize. Yeah, it's just for a, a lifetime of sadness. <laughs> for That's for a man super who's folksy. not. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love the idea that someone that, because hypothetically in that scenario, a man would not really. Well, I don't know. But this is kind of putting it all on 
all on the man, but th- that he would he would be not intuitive uh, intuitive enough to know that he was going to get proposed to, but but he would be able to pick mm-hmm. out a nice dress for her and probably like a good sight. Like he's having to do something yeah. so thoughtful in the face of. That's the trick, though. I mean, that's something that um, I kind of experienced with deciding to propose, and then like the aftermath. Not aftermath, aftermath. Like it was a stressful situation, but just like, uh, when do you, when do you act, and when do you know, and like, does this other person know that the hammer's coming down, or yeah. vice versa? Like, so when did you, when did you start thinking, what? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> so will you, will you walk me through, yeah. like, when you first had? the idea I mean there's so many questions I want to ask you like I want to give all the answers why you want to get married mm-hmm. and what, what yeah what, when did it when did it first let's start with like when did the idea occur to you that you wanted to propose um I mean it occurred to me <sighs> or if there's a better question to answer yeah <laughs> yeah well oh, so walk well, me through it okay so <laughs> I Mike and I were pretty gone for each other from like month two. And then, um, you know, we like started having conversations that were like saying everything but, you know, uh, I think at one point um, I said I wanted to throw a really expensive party with him. (laughs) That was like my code. Um, How how far into dating were you guys having those conversations? um, I mean, we were here's the thing and I'm going to out us completely we were talking about kids way earlier than we were like having really coded conversations about getting married mm. um, because that felt safer for some reason yeah. <laughs> than like I hear that. popping the question like it's such a weird thing of like I want it to be a surprise and yeah. I didn't want our relationship to advance in a way that just sort of like went over it you know like mm-hmm. that we were so casual about it it's without having more, asked it it's more low politically than, yeah, than yeah. having children for sure and I think that's where it's we're both at even though we didn't you know uh, explicitly articulate it that way but um but yeah I uh, we we just started like talking in ways where it was like obviously this is a for real <laughs> kind of situation um, but uh, and I made hints to him that I you know, wanted there to be a moment <laughs> where where a question was asked between either how, of us. Do you do you remember how you would do that? Um, and would you do it when you were sober? Oh, oh, oh. Um I how did I do that? I'm you know what? I think that he made some joke about like combining our finances. <laughs> We're the most exciting couple ever. Uh, and I think I said something like, don't you dare joke about that. Like, uh, a lady lady wants a moment. Uh, and then he, like, cooled off. <laughs> a lady wants a moment. I wagged my finger in the air. And I was like, no, I turned to Catherine Hepburn. Hello. I wish, I wish this was video because you do you do have such a such a retro aesthetic. And oh, then, yes. And then the way that you're talking about this, because you you did something that, like, it, it's 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 uh, it's so non-traditional for the, for the woman to propose, but yeah, mm-hmm. you're using very traditional right, phrase. Right, right, right. I know. I know. It was it was a very it was a conflict of a lot of things in making this <laughs> choice. Um, but okay, so to answer your question more directly, mm-hmm. um, I decided like locked in like let's get her done decided <laughs> and I said it in that way I don't know if that's good or bad um no uh I decided I wanted to propose to him two weeks before I did okay and, and I, how and how long had you guys been seeing each other over a year and a half and did you live together yes okay yeah how so, long before you I'm sorry I'm asking so many yeah, timeline no, questions okay. I'm um, curious for my own moved in together I think like month Six or seven, so like okay. pretty early-ish, mm-hmm. um, and we have been living together for about six or seven months okay. now. So it's been a good chunk of time. Yeah, um, not also, my time, fastest time is relative. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I just like kept thinking about it, and um, I. I forget, like, it, it was a couple weeks before my birthday, and, and something just came over me, and I remember, like, the first person I texted uh, was my friend Jess, and I just went, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna ask him. <laughs> and, and like, texting her that, I knew locked me into it. Right, yeah. Because I could have just, you know, batted it away 
for I don't know an ex- another month or two or three or whatever. When you say when you say fuck it, I'm just going to ask him. Does that mean that you were kind of frustrated by him not asking you? Um, I was just so it wasn't so much that I was like looking at my watch and like tapping my toes, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I just couldn't. It like really wasn't a comment on him and my impatience with him. It was really just like I. I'm just so done not being engaged to this person. Mm. And like, I, it's getting to a point of it being silly. And that kind of speaks to the reason why I texted my friend Jess. She's married and she's given me really great advice over the years regarding Mm. relationships. And then when Mike and I started dating, um, you know, gave us great advice about that. She said, like, live apart until it's silly that you don't live together. And, you know, uh, not be engaged until it's silly that you aren't engaged, you know? Uh, and so I kind of thought about that a little bit. And, and it, so our conversations just started to get silly. That yeah. it was like, I want to throw an expensive party with you. I think we listened to a Sam Cooke song one time and I said, I can't <laughs> wait to slow dance with you to this song. <laughs> like all these really loaded ways of being like, I want to get married to you, yeah. you dummy. Um, and it just, yeah, it got really silly. And I don't know, there was something about the idea, like I got an idea of how I wanted to do it. And that got me excited. Mm. And then there was the idea of proposing to him on my birthday. And I was like, well, <laughs> how could that's... he say no? Uh, yeah, how, could, how could he possibly? It is my birthday, sir. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. on paper, it does sound like. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like really teeing him up. <laughs> I was forcing his hand. No. Um, Yeah, I just got, I got excited. And uh, this is true of like, you know, various aspects of my life. Once I get excited for an idea, if it's creative or whatever, Mm -hmm. I just got to do it. And like, yeah, yeah. Pull the trigger. So uh, the second person I emailed was our mutual friend, Jenny Fine, Mm -hmm. uh, brilliant illustrator. And she owed me an art favor. And so I was like, (laughs) oh, I know what to do. (laughs) So I emailed her. And I think the subject heading was like so about that art favor and in the message i wrote out i wrote this out so um er um uh, uh, uh so i'm gonna propose to mike <laughs> and uh i would love for you to draw a family portrait of us as part of the proposal and she flipped out and so yeah then the planning started and i was just locked in i That's couldn't great. back down so how how did you how did you p- propose so, um, I actually went through a couple different ideas. My first idea was to get Will You Marry Me engraved on the 45 of like one of our songs. Uh, uh, so, I mean, all this is so cheesy. I should not it's apologize. It's very on brand. It's very on brand. Uh, we, we love Sam Cooke. Um, and, That's uh, really sweet. Yeah, he's, he's the best. Um, and uh, we kind of accidentally had like one of his songs become our song. We just like danced to it one night in the kitchen. Listen, I live in a rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> it's so obnoxious. Um, I don't it's know if so I apologize sweet, more because I'm a comedian and I'm surrounded by sad people. <laughs> I think about that sometimes. Anyway. Wonder, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, it's, it's a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's why. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's dumb. But uh, but yeah, so nothing uh, can change this love uh, came one of our songs. So I thought, mm. I'll get that on a 45. I'll get it engraved. So I reached out to a bunch of engraving places. And one of the first people that called me back was like, yeah, so uh, great idea. Like, mazel. Uh, however, <laughs> <laughs> when you engrave on vinyl, it emits a poisonous gas. And I went, oh, okay, not that then. <laughs> so I had to go back to the drawing board. But then um, I started to think and thought oh wouldn't it be sweet if I reached out to like hotels that we had stayed at mm-hmm. or restaurants that we'd been to that were like part of our love story and you know I reached out to them and I said I'm gonna propose to my boyfriend could you please write a letter asking him to say yes and they were of course like super game I gave them yeah. like some facts about our connection with I even included veggie krill by the arc light. <laughs> And, like, uh, we went to Costa Rica together in October, so I, like, reached out to places that we'd gone to and places that we stayed at and, you know, all those places. And <laughs> and they came back and sent all these notes, and it was really nice. Um, so I got all those notes, and then uh, the Ace Hotel in downtown uh, gave us these little pins that said yes on them, which was, oh. like, a nice little surprise. Yeah. 
And then I got the illustration from Jenny. And and then I wasn't going to get a ring mm-hmm. um, because I'm a lady. No, I don't know. <laughs> I just didn't. It didn't occur to me until I talked to my friend Danielle. And she was like, you got to do at least like something, you know, right. for the moment. So I went on Amazon and bought one. Um, yeah. So I got that. and For for yourself? For, for, for myself, for propering yeah, yeah. to show. Sure, you know? sure, yeah. Uh, and it's nice to have. I have it on my finger right now. I'm playing it's with pretty. it. It's, it's very nice. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, on the day of my birthday, I had all the stuff gathered. Um, and I decided that I was going to ask him. Uh, we have like this upstairs, you know, little balcony thing. And I was like, I'm going to turn string lights on and have like um, all the items like you know hidden and then I'm gonna ask him and present all the letters and it'll be great and uh, so he came home and also so it was my birthday so we had to do some birthday stuff <laughs> and I had to pretend like I wasn't completely distracted right why why did you want to do it on your birthday I don't really know <laughs> it just <laughs> felt well I knew that I wanted to do it. I knew that mm-hmm. I wanted to do it and I knew I wanted to do it soon and that day already being like a fun significant day in my head I was like let's just lump it together. Yeah. <laughs> and like have fun. Sure. Um I didn't realize later that 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 would mean that his birthday gifts to me would be overshadowed. <laughs> um, which he playfully expressed <laughs> after I proposed. He had like two presents in the car funny. waiting for me. And he goes, well, I guess you could open these now. <laughs> it was fine. But yeah, we laughed in the moment. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought, might as well. Let's just like jam pack this day with as many good things. Um, so yeah, then... I was like, let's go upstairs. We have some time. We were going to go out to dinner um, mm. at the place that we uh, had gone to for our first date. And so I was like, we have some time. Let's go upstairs. And I like made a mix on Spotify and like started playing <laughs> it. And so we walked outside and uh, just started like holding each other. And that's when I got really nervous. Mm. I like couldn't figure out how to segue into it. It's yeah. really hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... We were just sort of like talking about <laughs> nothing, <laughs> and then we were, we were literally talking about nothing, and I started crying, and he, <laughs> he, he was like, "Uh, okay, <laughs> are what's okay?" And we just sat, and and I we were just weren't. Then we weren't talking, and I was crying more. And mm. he told me later that in that moment he was like, "Oh no, does she want to take a step back? Like, what's happening?" Yeah, yeah. And then I told him I was like, "How would we take a step?" back we have cats and so (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's just it's too late um but yeah we sat uh and i was crying and i eventually like all i can think about was like okay the ring is four feet away just get to the ring Mm -hmm. and so i just got up where was that what was the ring it was like um i put we have these like uh lawn chairs patio furniture whatever Mm -hmm. on our deck and so i had like a blanket covering like all the stuff and so the ring was in there, and so I just grabbed it and walked over and clutched it in my hand and just said, so I'm really bad at this. <laughs> and he just looked at me like, what? And I sat down and said, like, hey. <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> um, uh, I love you so much, and you're the best person that I know, and... I want to marry you. Let's get married. Will you marry me? <laughs> and we just started crying on each other like crazy. Because, um, because yeah. Because <laughs> we love each other. Get, get yeah. over it, everyone. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then I like nervously, it, it was weird. It was sort of, because I do stand up, so it, it felt like I was rushing through a set. So yeah. I, was, I got nervous and was like, here are all these letters. And like, uh, here's his illustration. And uh, uh, let's go inside. And he, he told me later, he was like, at first I thought you like made these letters because some of them were in Comic Sans font. The ones from Costa Rica or and he's like, That's I funny. thought you would like just put together a craft pretending like you were these people writing me a letter. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, but Be yeah. careful of hitting that. Oh, table. sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. He uh, he said yes. 
and uh, and we cried a lot. And then he revealed to me that he had been shopping for a ring for a month <gasps> oh. and couldn't figure out a way to like ask me uh, yeah. what kind of jewelry I liked. Because <laughs> maybe because I I told you uh, yeah he commented about uh, wanting to combine our finances and I put the kibosh on that. I was like, don't joke about that. You know, right? Like, yeah. Let's have a moment. So maybe he was scared because of that. But he um, he also said that he was planning to propose to me by um, recording a cover of the song that I was going to get on a 45. Oh. And he had... Oh, that's uh, very sweet. Yeah, he played it for me. He, like, had already finished it. And oh, wow. And he played me... Because he, like, dabbles with music and, like, recorded him singing backup vocals. And it was really... We just cried for, like, hours. Um, wow. Yeah. So, you, so leading up to that, you... It sounds like you were very confident that he was going to say yes, and it was just like this formality, oh, yeah. really. Yeah, 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 because we, I don't know, we, this for both of us, and he is actually divorced, mm-hmm. so, um, you know, there was a little bit of question, and in, in, I don't know, like, I had never dated anyone who was divorced before, and I was mm-hmm. a little worried about him not wanting to, like, go back into right, that yeah. um, life, uh, but we have both been very open and honest with each other, you know, pretty much since like month two about how we feel and how Mm -hmm. this sincerely feels like unlike any other relationship we've had. And um, yeah, we we just have always been very open about the fact that we both see like our lives together for an indefinite amount of time (laughs) until one of us makes this baby and then I'll drop it by the side of the freeway. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, we we were always very open and I I appreciated that because, you know, as like a little girl, I always like, you know, thought about like, what's what's my future husband going to be like? Mm -hmm. Um, And and had sort of touched on that in like dating various people over the years and I think that there's always, if you get into any serious relationship, there's always a question of like, is this the person? Sure. Um, and and every time I ask that question up until Mike, there would be that anxiety of like, well, what if they don't think that? Really? But okay. I just never had that doubt with Mike. Like, I just yeah. always felt very confident with him. Mm-hmm. There were so many like little signs like that that made it feel the most real. So I, yeah, I Do felt you remember? pretty confident. Oh, the moment? Like markers? Markers. Um, I don't, I can't, I mean, it's it's more of just like an overall, we haven't really had fights. Like we, mm. we, um, we usually talk things through in a way that is like very open and honest. Like the moment, and we even joke about this, like the moment that either of us feels like the other person is, you know, not having a good time, or if we've said something that could offend them, we immediately are like, hey listen you know even if yeah. it's like calling two minutes after seeing each other we're like hey listen i wasn't judging you about not doing your taxes last year <laughs> or like something dumb you know we're yeah, just like yeah i feel like we're both we both have each other's best interest in mm-hmm. mind and in a very genuine way and yeah i don't know it's it's like it's hard to articulate yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i understand that but like mm-hmm. the I mean, it's all it's all very confusing. All those things are confusing because, like, when you're saying when you're in a relationship and you uh, and you're worried about whether or not, like, you don't you don't know until there's something else that feels easier than that previous thing that maybe the previous thing was not the best thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is you know whatever. What what right. does that even mean? But um, yeah, I definitely the yeah. easiness mm-hmm. versus the overly romanticize like people romanticizing things being difficult right as well like oh well you guys really deserve to be together because you are fighting for it so hard which is what I experienced in my last relationship like Mm -hmm. just fighting for it so hard and then that the fight the fight to make it work Mm -hmm. becoming like the meat of the relationship versus it just being yeah easy right and like you're saying there was no doubt ever yeah Yeah. and yeah and I mean I I get that, like, it takes all different kinds of relationships in this world. Like, people, you know, like, I don't know. They, they want love and express love and, and like, need love in, in different ways. Like, maybe there are couples that, like, really feed off of that fight. And, like, mm-hmm. that to them is, like, what they want in life or something. Yeah. I like, I, I or think, maybe it's sexy in some way. Or sexy, or, yeah. yeah. There's something about, too, with this relationship that... 
um, made me look back on all my previous relationships in like a completely new light. Mm. Like it gave me like this clarity that I hadn't had previously because I think it's easy to like live your life with like exes, ex, like ghosts of your exes kind mm-hmm. of like hanging out. And sure. um, and maybe you haven't like fully learned the lessons from them yet. Like there's sort yeah. of lingering questions of like, well, maybe they were or maybe I was, you know, but for some reason with Mike, like I looked back on all my past relationships and, and was like, oh, now I get why those didn't work out. Yeah, because, you know, a we were in different stages in our life. And we wanted different things. But, you know, like I think that I don't know. I had a, a serious relationship right before Mike, and um, it made me look at that relationship and go, oh, that was such a transition into the next chapter. Mm. And I don't forsake that relationship, but like I saw it for yeah. what it was. That we both, I think, took that from it um, in that relationship, and now I'm able and to... That, like, Do you feel like you learned things in that previous relationship that made you ready for this yeah, relationship? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, like, can you quantify those things? Um... I mean, I think kind of a little bit of what you were saying with, like, the fight for it being what Mm. occupies a relationship, because I remember us fighting so much and kind of, like, relabeling those fights instead of what they really were was us being unhappy in that relationship. Yeah, yeah. Um, And and that being, like, a big glaring indication, we were instead going, well, I mean, there's passion here. Yeah. (laughs) So obvious. And we have decided that we are meant for each other, so we need to fight for this for this ship to stay afloat, even though, like, clearly, like, it's, it's not... Yeah, yeah. It's not right, yeah. Yeah, and I think with that, too, because that was a fighting relationship, and then I had another serious relationship before where there was no fight for it, and mm-hmm. so my attitude coming out of it was like, I wish he had fought for it. Um, <laughs> I was also 22. I was like, why didn't you run after me at the airport? You know, kind yeah. of stuff. Um, but then later, you know, like had the fighty relationship and was like oh not that and also like it was a way to distract from other serious things happening in our life like he was um you know recovering from being an alcoholic and being sober and my grandma was dying and so there was just a lot of chaos and so in that Mm. relationship i think that we looked at each other and were like well you are the steadiest thing Obviously, so we got to hold on to this sinking ship. Yeah. Um, but now I look back on that and I can see like what it what what it was, and and I also feel like I'm at a point in my life where I'm I've I've learned I've learned a good chunk of lessons from those things. Like I'm not in this massive transition of being 22 or 23 or 24. Like mm-hmm. I've maybe lived a little bit of life with previous relationships where I'm able to like truly not only recognize a good thing where where it is right in front of me but appreciate it yeah and that i feel confident uh, this is a weird sentence i'm the best version of myself <laughs> right now but I, I feel like to some degree maybe yeah well I feel like I'm yeah hopefully i mean that makes that i mean we're makes always sense. developing yeah as people, but but it's yeah the um we're we're able to be so much better partners when we are more developed as human beings. Yeah, and it is such a. I, I've been playing this game with in my own head recently. Just where like I pick a random year for my twenties and think about the relationship that I was in, mm-hmm. and because I'm very much like historically a serial monogamist, and I like, I'm the same way. Yeah, <laughs> so. I can't I can't casually date. I had like one friends with Bennies, and it was like not. <laughs> good at all i didn't know how to do it i was like uh, i'll see you later bye like i, I can't stop thinking about you friend like it was so yeah, bad yeah i've had like two maybe like collectively a year and a half maybe like uh, yeah maybe like all together 16 months of like being single in my 20s but even like then i was always there was always yeah. somebody that i was like dating yeah. or multiple people at the same time or which is like thankful for those experiences as well. Mm-hmm. Though it makes like walking around Los Angeles like a little more difficult I know. or a little more exciting. Hey, you never know who's <laughs> going to come around that turn. Man, I will like the second that Dan and I announced that we were getting a divorce, so many of those people reached out to me in such a 
not a creepy way, but just stay like it, more so like not my serious exes, mm-hmm. but people that I had kind of casually dated. Mm-hmm. Which As, was, in, in, in like a sincere, I hope you're doing okay. Or no, like and I like, like what are you doing later? Oh, like, no! <laughs> or I was like, what? Wow, like that's not how that works. That's I'm just, not gonna double back and like for sure. <laughs> oh my god, though I that's happened to me almost every time that like a, mm. a breakup is announced on social media. I don't know how does it how is it done in this modern age? But yeah, no, I, I, there's always like those wandering. They're always comedians. There's yeah. those wandering people like, oh, hey. okay, oh, oh, so do you? I'm like, no, no, that chance. Yeah. Like, why did you give me credit? <laughs> I'm a strong woman. Sometimes. Yeah. No, you definitely. I mean, the like when I when I saw that you had, I was very I was I was very like taken aback by my feelings when I saw that you had proposed to your boyfriend, mm-hmm. and yeah, I want to I want to talk honestly about those and work through those because I think it's like yeah. I think it's an interesting thing because like I and I I was I was surprised that my reaction was like she doesn't get to do that like oh really <laughs> like not in a not in an I mean I adore you it's not like it but in a like kind of not a jealous way but just a they were so socially conditioned to like wait for a man to propose also and, and all of this is so loaded because like I said like yeah. marriage is so political right. and what does it even mean and as and I'm like yeah. also like I'm leave I'm leaving a marriage which Weirdly, I would have never expected this to be a side effect of that, but has given me so much more respect for marriage as an institution, which is also mm-hmm. confusing. But also, if like you were to catch me at a certain hour, I'd be like, "No, marriage is stupid." Um, yeah, no, I and I completely understand that. Yeah, but I but I don't actually think it's stupid. I will say I am in a place where I think that um, the wedding industry is stupid. Oh yes, yeah. Oh my god, we yeah. talk about that. But boy, I. Ugh. and yeah it's it's all of that stuff is so the all the wedding industry stuff is so fascinating to me because I really retreated into the world of the wedding industry when my relationship got more difficult which I don't think is the way that Hmm. like it should be but it feels like it's designed that way yeah 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 no I think you're right I think that they prey upon vulnerable women Mm -hmm. uh, especially um, and make them, they like convince them, uh, that they need all of these, like, certain, like, arbitrary accessories. So many and, things, like, and so many. And you I, have yeah. to spend this amount of money. You have to do this. I, and that's actually, like, what really informed my decision to propose because mm. I, I was just so upset over the idea that I had to wait. And yeah. It wasn't that I doubted that Mike would ever. Because I was thinking a lot about, you know, things like, um, I don't know, uh, stepping on his masculinity and yeah. like, causing him stress because of that. Like, I didn't want my proposing to send out a message that was negative. Yeah. Well, and it's so unfortunate that that's, yeah. that that's yeah. part of it. That right. he Because I also was like, oh, I hope he doesn't feel bad. And then I was like, why, why, are, why, why are you right. thinking these things? Like That's a legitimate question, though. And it's something that I... I was worried about, in fact, you know, like the moment that I decided I wanted to do it, I naturally, like a true millennial, took to the internet uh, (laughs) and I researched (laughs) Um, and a lot of I'm trying to actually develop a bit on stage about this, but like all of the articles started with like what I learned or like what (laughs) I would advise and it just makes it sound like some woman is like, (laughs) number one, (laughs) make sure he wants it. (laughs) Number two. Number three, you oh know, my just, God. Like, he's not coming, is he? Like, it's just really bad. Uh, um, but yeah, I was worried. And so I reached out to both um, uh, lady friends and guy friends. Mm. Um, my one guy friend who uh, is married and, and recently got married. And um, I asked him about it. And, and his was uh, the only response, actually, that was like, are you sure he's not going to propose soon? Right. Which is a valid question. Yeah. Um, but and I, I feel like that's a valid question. But. I just felt so, I felt so confident that we both felt the same way that it wasn't, 
so much about who proposed to who. Like, we were just yeah. so focused on the end result of us being married. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, I've I've always felt this way and felt this way when I was proposed to that, like, it's... Uh, I mean, it's so, it's so infrequent now in 2016 when someone is about to be proposed to and they don't know they're going to be proposed to. Like, I know. And so it's this whole long dumb manipulation not manipulation but like I mean the way it's portrayed in movies and stuff is definitely that it's this con mm-hmm. that a woman is is like dropping hints and then she's impatient and then and yeah. then and then her friends are are telling her that she needs to leave and then eventually she's like okay I'll leave and then he comes to his senses and then he proposes and right. then it's so romantic but it's that's it's what, what a what a terrible mind fuck that is yeah and it's like when I was proposed to my Dan, he he was he didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not something that's part of his nature to like surprise someone in a certain way. It's just like not what he really mm-hmm. excels at. And he wanted he wanted to do it the right way, but had no idea how to do it. So it ended up being the timing of it was really uncomfortable, and it ended up being like. I don't want to see, say traumatic, but right. like, no, it but, definitely yeah. wasn't romantic. And I, it had occurred to me before we got engaged, like I had thought, oh, I want to get married, but I, I definitely did not feel like I could just, just ask. propose. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think I was as confident in our relationship as you are in yours and it also sounds to me like your relationship well I don't know I mean that's a weird thing to like compare like who is more confident but it but it's but it does sound like you guys have a more um companion yet yeah relationship not that I really I don't know it's a weird no, thing to go no, but I, I but I just mean like you, the the your communication that you guys have was much better than mm-hmm. our communication mm-hmm. and I was I found myself nervous a lot of the time that I was going to set him off in a way or I was going to be misunderstood. Right, so yeah. it wasn't something we really talked openly about. I'm talking in circles. No, no, but, it's okay. <laughs> um, um, yeah, no, but I, I, I get, I get it entirely. And I think that that, like the communication thing is so key and it's something that like really made this relationship stand out the most for the past relationships that I've been in because in the past relationships I've been in, like there has been like a, yeah, kind of like I don't want to upset this person, or I yeah, don't or off. I don't want to turn him off. Yeah, which is so fucking crazy. Right. Like the idea that oh, if I show if I show my hand, or if I show that I want to get married, because again, like we're told that women want to get married because they basically just want to trap someone mm-hmm. in their in their hell cave of commitment. They want to win. Yeah. They want to pass go and collect $200. Yeah. And they want to be impregnated <laughs> and then the ch- the children will swallow you whole. Like, it's it's yeah. just, it's such a, it's just such, it's like such a weird sequel to Room. Yeah. <laughs> the most romantic movie. Womb. Womb. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Did we just write? I think. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, it's, 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 because yeah, it's because it's, it's a dumb. it's a formality mm-hmm. like it really like I mean I think you back to how and again the feeling any sort of like feelings of I mean they're feelings of jealousy really like when I saw when I saw that you proposed like I was feeling jealous because I, of how comfortable you were in your relationship and how comfortable how you were with a partner that was so comfortable in mm-hmm. himself because then he posted another picture that said I said yes and it wasn't I feel like I'm going to cry. Like, it wasn't apologetic, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like, well, I was going to do it, too. Right. Like, it, it wasn't anything like that. It yeah. was just fucking, like, teaching teaching everybody how to deal with that. Also, like, because proposals and all of this stuff, it's all this leftover tradition from mm-hmm. whatever. And so it doesn't actually mean anything. So it can mean whatever anybody wants it to for anything that was that was my thought process entirely going in i mean there was a little bit of like a rebellious teen being like you can't tell me what i'm supposed to do that's good that's like that comes from a really good place Mm -hmm. i think yeah well i mean 
Mike is a magical person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I was, you know, I was, even though I know him really well, I I was happy to see that he had the um, response that he did. And in fact, like, you know, even to this day, he'll say to me almost every day, like, I'm just so glad you did it. And like, I'm so happy that you like me enough that you did that. Yeah. That's so sweet. That's that's really sweet. I'm sure that's why he wants to spend the rest of his life with you because Mm -hmm. you are somebody who is not hung up on the, the, the dumb tradition that is men proposing to women. Yeah. Because also back to like what a proposal actually is. Usually now a couple decides that they're going to get married. Mm-hmm. Again, not like the movies at all. And yeah. then it's just a formality. The actual proposal. It's just like this dumb. Well, it should be a conversation that you have before. Yeah, of course it should. Yeah. It's really, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really it's funny. life choice. <laughs> yeah. And I hear, I mean, I used to make fun of people when they would say like, we're planning on getting engaged. And I always be like, what? Like, Me but, too. But that, they would say things like we're betrothed. I remember yeah. there being like a church couple from my childhood. Uh, oh. They were like we're betrothed, um, and That's my mom so told creepy. me that, and I was like, well, don't. First of all, don't say that out loud. Um, <laughs> second of all, what are you doing? Ooh, that yeah. makes me think you're related somehow. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It was. It was super weird. So uh, we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Like in my relationship now, and maybe I'll tell him to not listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> But I want, I've like, I have, I, I have wanted to make it very clear to him that I want to get married again. Right. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah. So is that coming from, because you are divorced and so I think people could yeah. perceive that you wouldn't want to dip into yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to get married just to be married but I definitely do like the idea of constructing your own family and being Mm -hmm. like this is my family that I made yeah um I think that's a natural instinct to have given that situation I honestly think that's what Mike went through kind of because he was Mm -hmm. when we first started dating he was really insecure by the fact that he was divorced really and yeah because there's a stigma to it of course yeah and it is such a like an ugly word it's such an ugly word what yeah what and what was it like for you um dating someone who was divorced and like what was that i mean it it wasn't i mean for me i stepped in and was very cautious around it Mm because i just didn't know at first like what the nature of their relationship was right but then he described to me he's still good friends with his ex-wife and like the first time i met her she had a boyfriend that she was like super into and we all like at a barbecue and like it just felt very modern right yeah so (laughs) i was like okay Uh, yeah yeah. we'd only been on like two dates so i was like oh it was yeah yeah, it was high stakes um but then uh you know he actually said to me i think within the first month of dating he said um so i was just want to be as open as possible like if you have any questions please don't hesitate to ask like yeah I'm happy to answer them and i just you know don't want you to feel weird and yeah so he told me that when they did decide to get divorced that it was like very mutual mm-hmm. and like one of those situations that, i mean that helps yeah yeah well i don't i told him i said i don't think i fully understand it but i respect it yeah because the way that he described it to me it just it, it did feel really unique that like I forget which one of them brought it up, um, but it was one of those where it was like, "Phew, I have been wanting to divorce you." You know, yeah, like, I'm yeah. so glad, and that just doesn't happen. You know, I I come from divorced parents. I remember there being mm. a lot of yelling and you know, like, yeah, uh, trash talk and and ugh. kids. There were kids and there, obviously. Kids. Yeah. So um, they had like one of them modern divorces. Yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, we we yeah. broke up in couples therapy, which I feel like is very modern, <laughs> super <laughs> very modern, very LA, yeah, a very 2016 sentence. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost like saying I took to the internet. Yeah, when I decided to propose. Well, I I mean I I decided that I was going to to initiate our breakup in couples therapy when I was watching an independent movie making fun of LA and the what? couple yeah, and the kind of I don't remember what it was but the oh. couple got divorced in couples therapy or like she initiated the divorce or said that she wanted to divorce that in couples like therapy a Joel Soloway movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, 
You it know, it, been. it could have been. It actually could have been. I but, love her. Yeah, I love her too. Yeah, <laughs> I love that all funny. her movies are in Silver And Lake. she worked for she she worked on Community a while back. Did she really? Yeah, that'd be interesting if because I, I genuinely got that idea from that movie. If that mm-hmm. if that is in fact a Jill Salloway movie, which would be very funny. But um, yeah, yeah, it, it was very helpful. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it made yeah. things a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. Why why do you want to get married? Um. I just want to. I just want to be. I feel with like my I'm interviewing friend. you for <laughs> no, like <laughs> marriage so industries. Um, uh, I. Why do you think you're good for wife? <laughs> so I've. I mean, I've been thinking about just in general as a concept, being married um, for for a while, and uh, it never truly became real to me in the same way of like I had thought about. Oh, one day I'll have kids, and it never truly became mm. real uh, for me until I met Mike. Um, hey, mom. Uh, <laughs> not not yet. Not tomorrow, but uh, eventually. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and I, I don't know. I had seen. Have you ever seen this documentary? Um, I think it's called like 121 Weddings or something. It's an HBO documentary. Oh no! And uh, I don't know why I'm bringing this up as if it's like one of the main reasons uh, why I decided. <laughs> but I'm thinking about it now. Um, in that. There, it's like this videographer who worked like all these different weddings over a span of like I don't know ten years, and he uh, went back and interviewed the couples. I have seen this years later. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I had a really hard time watching that because I watched that yeah. like during kind of a dark time in our relationship. <laughs> no, but it's good. It's yeah, good. no, it's good. It's really interesting, and I just remember like seeing that movie and seeing all the different natures of those marriages and relationships, yeah. and kind of like putting them away in my head as like intel and uh, and then there's one couple in there that like when you know they we first meet them they're very like hippy dippy like we don't want to be married because yeah. like the way that marriage you know was initially defined and, and stated is like an ownership, ownership. Yeah. yeah yeah but then they eventually decide to which i thought was really beautiful um not not again like the movie isn't like marriage is the best like, <laughs> everyone do it um but it just made me think these thoughts and mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know there was something about like being married to mike felt like when i first thought about it <laughs> pretty early on i was like this this feels i'm not i'm not getting anxiety thinking about it yeah and um it just felt like exciting and I felt really like hopeful about like a really adventurous future and yeah I don't know it was just like that's nice yeah that it's not like the end of something that it's like yeah well I you know I think um in every serious relationship I've had you know I like have had that moment of could this you know Mm. should should I like could we possibly and I would get just a little pang of anxiety yeah in a way where I was like well if we did get married I don't know what like the true motives would it from it would be like would it be uh, as like a Hail Mary pass to save the relationship or you know whatever but I just didn't feel any of those feelings when I thought about it with Mike Mm. and yeah we just we've always been very open about like what we want out of life and we want to start a family and do that whole thing (laughs) (laughs) you guys are also um both creatives and you do Mm. some work together don't you yeah we've been trying to uh not i mean so we we've been trying to like pitch shows together and whatever not seriously like we work on stuff cool but yeah yeah he works in animation and i've written a lot for animation so we kind of overlap in some areas and it's been good yeah. Yeah. We have like Sundays where we we're both working, you know, alongside each other on different things and we like, "Hey, what do you think about this idea?" It's so obnoxious. That's great though. <laughs> no, but no, I don't great. apologize yeah, for that. I yeah. I uh I'm I'm coming to terms with like what cuz I think I think there are so many different kinds of marriages mm-hmm. and so many different kinds of relationships obviously and different things work for different people and um I I love right now like I realize my my dream always and I always think of the boxcar kids mm-hmm. or the boxcar children and um, Swiss Family Robinson and like other situations where there are families that are like coming together to make a better 
place mm-hmm. for them or like create their own whatever. And so, somehow in my brain that translates to having a romantic partnership and a creative partnership where, yeah. you, where like you have work that you make together. This is like just my dream relationship where, mm-hmm. you just, where you have work that you make together and work that you make on your own. And Dan and I kind of had that, but like, but I don't think that I think that we like at the end of the day, like I'm a little like I'm really into the way the way I can best describe it is that I and I think I told you this the other day that like <laughs> that I love colors and he doesn't like colors like right where I'm a lot more visual and I'm a lot more um, I feel like hippy dippy is diminishing. Like, is there a better way to describe just being like I'm like I have a curious Spirit, I like curious a lot. Yeah, I have a curious <laughs> spirit yeah. and a heart, and I value interpersonal connection, and I'm a little more optimistic. Yeah. So, like, I need. Mm-hmm. I think that him and I, like, even though we're both creative and like working on things together, we we have a different, like, as people. I think as our like our we approach the world in such different ways that like our work was always would always clash. Right, and of course, sometimes opposites can attract or like they complement yeah. each other yeah and and feed off of each other but yeah I, I get what you're saying and and that's actually like that creative partnership marriage thing but also having our own stuff mm-hmm. is is our dream too like we um you know talked about i mean it. this house alone like feels like coming oh, in thanks. here feels like coming into like a, like a cool project that oh, people thanks. are making together. Yeah, that was something that you know uh, when we so we lived in a place in Silver Lake right before this, and you know when I was first it was I was moving into his place, and so when I was first moving in and bringing like all my posters and whatever, yeah, um, you know we got it all done, got up on the walls, and uh, Mike had a moment where he looked around and was like, "I love how our stuff fits together." <laughs> like he just kept saying, "He's like, yeah. I love," it. and then people yeah. would come over and be like, "I don't know whose stuff is whose." Which yeah, I always took as like this big grand compliment. Yeah, but yeah, we we like talked about it early on of like, man, it would be so great if we were like if we were both running a show together or something and like yeah. you know could carpool and be bosses together or whatever yeah That's like yeah our dream uh and and hopefully it happens but yeah. yeah and i like the fact that we both have our own things too mm. and i think that what we both do is very complimentary too because i he's um a fantastic artist and i'm constantly amazed by like just his technical skill like i bring him to a lot of comedy shows he'll hang out in the back and you know if it's a lull, he'll just start sketching and then by the end have like a beautiful drawing of like of like an empty stage, but like a beautiful drawing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I just I think it's really neat what he does. And he yeah. is very vocal about feeling the same way about me. That's and so, great. Yeah, no, it's fun. We we try to have like a family business mentality. Of, like, I love that. What we're doing. Uh, yeah. I mean, that makes my heart so happy. I know like oh, not, not everyone f- feels that way. Um but yeah, I think the the whole struggle is realizing that that that's the kind of thing yeah. that you want. Yeah, because I've dated a lot of comedians. <laughs> and I've talked about <laughs> it. And we've definitely talked about this, but um, I and and I've dated all all, all types of comedians. Let me tell you, <laughs> uh, I don't know what that Insult means. Insult comics, uh, in observational riffers, comics, uh, road dogs. Uh, <laughs> Riffers and Road Dogs. Julia Prescott loves Riffers and Road Dogs is like my my like weird bar in Alabama, like my roadhouse grill that I open up. Riffers and Road Dogs. I gotta do that now. I gotta do that. I imagine like the logo, the sign outside is like is like a like a hound dog that kind of looks like that detective dog with both glasses, like holding a like smoking and holding a mic. Yeah, Riffers and Road Dogs. I want to do it. But yeah. And in those relationships, like it, it, you know, it doesn't matter, I think, how uh, well intentioned both parties are, but Mm. there tends to be a competition. Yeah. So it's nice to not have that. And um, yeah. And I think that it's possible for two people that do the same things to not have a competitive conflict, but it's it's hard. Totally. It's harder to get that, I think. Yeah. Like, do you know about um, the Eames couple? Yeah, so they're, I mean, that's like Varsity League creative coupledom. Yeah, I wanted that to be my next tattoo, like one of her Oh, designs. really? Oh, that's cool. But I'm about to break your heart. Have you seen the <gasps> oh, documentary no. about them? I, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay. Okay. I've re- we had, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared to say this. <laughs> so we, 
we were like oh that he stole a lot of her work he cheated on her okay we were like we we they were our favorite couple i feel like it's (laughs) worse like it'd be worse than if he like stole her work i know but (laughs) i i don't know i don't know him him cheating doesn't mean that it's like for sure worst yeah relationship but it did it did make us we were watching the documentary together like cuddled up on the couch and then yeah. when that part happened we were like ooh like <laughs> do the check please like there was definitely a moment we were like okay alright so maybe maybe we'll do things differently yeah it was, was eye opening but um but I mm. still think that you know as far as like the idea of people building a life together, mm-hmm. personal, professional, and then feeding off of each other creatively. Yeah, and they had they had all those projects together and all those projects apart. But I think it's like you don't know whether or not someone is going to be someone who you can have that sort of yeah. creative partnership with until you have it. Like until it's yeah, until been, like, like you go through it in the past. Yeah, or yeah, been, like, same. We're gonna do this thing, and Ugh. then and then it just like goes up in flames. Yeah, I also f- found myself several times over I'm going to say four times <laughs> over <laughs> compromising myself over like what what I actually think is good because I was supporting someone else's work like in the name of we're doing this thing together but because I wasn't confident in my enough of myself I guess or enough in in my own projects to kind of want that support I don't know that that I, that I just kind of conceded and then was like, yeah, I I think the same thing about this, or like, yeah, yeah I think that guy's really funny, or I think that guy's really bad, or I think like, um, yeah, that's also uh, also something that I've learned from past relationships that I don't want to bond with someone with another creative over not liking something, yeah, because it just brings this icky energy into everything and it makes you it makes you not make as much stuff because you don't right. want to be the subject of that hatred yeah no it, it definitely puts up a barrier and i think it's it's uh reactive and not active mm-hmm. you know? like you're not like forging forward to bring good things into the world it's more of just like creating a bigger wall so that yeah you, know, you don't get judged yeah and i definitely like have been that person in a relationship to like mm. stifle my own creative productivity uh, or ambition for the sake of I feel like that's my go-to in a lot of relationships I'm like yeah gotta take care of you and yeah and like I'll, I'll be okay but then that those are the relationships where I like turn into a cocoon and mm-hmm. don't see my friends and like don't yeah. write and don't go up to do stand-up you know yeah it's just like and then oh. I become just like not not the best version of myself yeah and uh uh, I'm sh- and the, and that's not attractive to the person I was doing that for. Absolutely, yeah. It's a huge, huge bummer. Nobody wins. Nobody wins, and it's okay for us as women. This is me talking to myself. Yeah. It's okay for us as women to accept like creative support. Like I'm about to go mm-hmm. on this tour of this podcast, and my boyfriend now is coming to help me with it, mm-hmm. which is such a different experience for me. And I'm having to like really force myself to be okay with that. Right. With like, For accepting help. Yeah. And like, this is my project that we're both working right. on right now and I'll help him with his project later. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, so I want to end with a, with a new game. Okay. <laughs> um, so this, so, so this, I'm going, yeah, okay, so I'm going to, when you tell me when to stop, I'm going to stop on an age, and whatever it age, age it is, uh, you are going to imagine yourself at that age and give advice to yourself at that Ooh, age. Ooh, I like this game. Okay. Okay. And go ahead and tell me to stop whenever. Stop. Okay. 18. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. So, 18-year-old Julia, what was she up to, and what advice would you give her? Um... <laughs> Any kind of life advice. Um, I mean, my general uh, note is uh, to just hang in there, <laughs> baby. <laughs> um, uh, and to, yeah, not think in black and white terms when it comes to uh, the world. Um, and to, I mean, when if it, if it's more romantically based, to not, like, keep the door propped open with your foot for, like, a mm. man to step in and, like, 
complete you mm-hmm. <laughs> and to like make you worth something uh, which I feel like I n- not not knowing that I was fully doing that was doing that for years mm-hmm. um, yeah that like just because you don't have a boyfriend doesn't mean you don't have worth is yeah. what I would tell my 18 year old self like you do you and then and then when you do you what a <laughs> sentence when you do you I just turned into like a weird dog with sunglasses um <laughs> Cartoon dog. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. riffs and road dogs. <laughs> oh, man, I'm plugging all over the place. So, uh, <laughs> uh, when you do you, uh, then you um, become more attractive to the people that you want to be attracted to you. Um, so, yeah. And then also, uh, hey, uh, breaking into the industry is really hard, so don't freak out over every rejection. <laughs> The end. Yay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the Thanks podcast. Thanks so for having me on. Of course. This is great. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Julia Prescott. I'm curious uh, what you guys think about the different uh, things that we discussed in the podcast. If you want to write in and uh, if you have any points to make or anything, uh, please email me. Uh, this feels terrible at gmail.com. And also, please specify that it's cool for me to read your email on the air. I'm always kind of like, you know, on the, on the fence with that. And I tend to not read them on the air. And I'm also very behind on emails. But if you say to me, like, it's cool to read it on the podcast and you keep it kind of concise, maybe uh, we can start a conversation. Uh, and now I am off to do something that I have zero confidence doing. I, um, my friend Allison Spittle, who is a wonderful comedian, upcoming guest on the podcast, I've actually recorded her twice for the podcast. Uh, she is, um, I, she asked me to fill in for her doing this, uh, charity gig, as she put it, um, where, I'm going to be uh, emceeing a mystery bus show um, tonight for this for this festival that's happening in Dublin. And in the description, it says, uh, yeah, you're just going to mingle together stories and songs and MC the night with all these musicians and the sold out bus of people driving around Dublin. <laughs> and I have no idea what I'm doing. I am terrified. Uh, I, I, that's all. It's just, this is something on my mind. It's five o'clock right now. I'm supposed to be there in an hour and a half. Um, I'm, I'm at a loss, guys. I just I don't I don't know I don't know how this will how this will go down. Um, Allison is is a wonderful comedian and is hilarious. And I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not funny or anything, but like I'm not Irish and I don't know Dublin that well. I've only been here for a few months, so this will be. Um, this will be an adventure. Also, to make it uh, better, everyone's going to be drinking. So maybe uh, either <laughs> that means that everyone will enjoy me more or it'll be even worse. And <laughs> Oh, not to mention that everyone's expecting Allison. So they're all going to show up and it's going to be me. I don't know what to wear. You know, like <laughs> I am... I don't know what to wear. Like, part of me is like, ah, would it be funny to dress up as Allison? No, I don't want to, like, come out of the gate seeming, you know, insecure. One thing I've learned from Irish audiences is that, like, all they care about is that you are not afraid. And if you're afraid, they'll, they'll, they'll eat you alive. So, yeah, that's what I'm up to. Uh, hope you're all well. Again, you can email me, thisfeelsterrible at gmail.com. And uh, please um, find out what Julia Prescott is doing by going to her website, juliaprescott.com. Also, she has a wonderful podcast um, called Everything's Coming Up Podcast, uh, which is a podcast dedicated to The Simpsons. And it's great. And and I've listened to it several times, and I, I love it. It's great. They go over a new episode of The Simpsons every week with a different guest. So check that out. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Aaron McGathy. And uh, that's all, guys. McGath Attack. Pros. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for pro business hours 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. 
you'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sforpros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready.